Before we start this episode, I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners on the land on which we're recording this podcast, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay my respects to their elders, both past, present, and emerging. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Hey, I'm Sam Squires. Welcome to On Her Mind, where we delve deep into the big issues affecting women in sport, providing thoughtful background analysis, insight and opinion. In this episode, we're going to talk about an awesome new campaign called Correct the Internet. Here's a little snippet of their latest advertisement. Hey, Internet. Who has scored the most goals in international football? Cristiano Ronaldo has scored 118 goals in international football. What about Christine Sinclair? Christine Sinclair has scored 190 goals in international football. Well then, who scored the most goals in international football? The internet has learned our bias. Help us fix it at correcttheinternet.com. So it seems our unconscious bias extends to AI and the internet. And to tell me more about this awesome campaign from across the ditch, I have to say, is former New Zealand football fern and founder of Team Heroin, which is a founding partner of Correct the Internet, Rebecca Soden. Thank you so much for joining me here on On Her Mind. Thanks for having me and um, great to get you across Correct the Internet, which is going gangbuster right now. I saw this on the weekend and was like, oh my gosh, I cannot love this more and quickly wrote, I think it was like at midnight, wrote to you guys. Um, Incredible. Well done. But firstly, for those who aren't familiar with it, tell us about this. How did it all come about? Sure. So Correct the Internet is an initiative by a group of like-minded people trying to solve the unconscious bias against sportswomen in our search engines. So we've had a whole bunch of supporting partners, DDB, amazing up-and-coming female director called Lexi Hodge, um, and the support of so many sports organisations like Women's Sport Australia, Australian Athletes, US, New Zealand, England. It's been fantastic. But what we found is that when we were searching for information or facts on sports or sportswomen, we were too often being served the incorrect facts. Mm. So what we're trying to do is raise awareness around the inaccuracies against sportswomen that often favour male athletes, male teams on the internet, but also to actually fix these inaccuracies. So we've set up a simple tool on the website, correcttheinternet.com, where people can go and actually follow a simple feedback tool to help provide feedback to these search engines. So for us, it's all about increasing the visibility of sportswomen to not only give them the rightful recognition, but of course, inspire that next generation. So when they are searching for these stories, they're being provided the correct facts. And we saw in that little snippet there an example of that, but we also saw it, didn't we, uh, during last year's World Cup when Ronaldo was reported to be the first player to have scored a goal at five World Cups where a lot of females in the know were like, mm, not the first player, in fact, no, the first male <laughs> player to have done yeah. that. So, so um, yeah. yeah, both Christine Sinclair and Marta and actually one of um, Christine Sinclair is one of our fun facts and you heard it in the um, video there, but was I had the unfortunate experience of getting to play against her when I represented New Zealand and uh, I can confirm she's amazing and uh, I pretty much watched her run past me. But um, yeah, just I guess the unjust fact that 
people assume and the internet tells us that it's Ronaldo who scored the most international goals when it's actually Canadian footballer Christine Sinclair. Mm. What are some of the other examples that you've uncovered? Sure. Well, one for you Australians that um, I think you'd be upset to know that um, the internet is trying to claim England men's team is the team that scored the most T20 Cricket World Cups when it's actually your Australian women's team with mm. five mm. titles. So, you know, you might want to claim that one back. Mm. Um, another good one, just recently we saw the huge success of the Rugby World Cup here down in New Zealand and Portia Woodman, top goal scorer, try scorer in the world with 20 tries. But when you look on the internet, it tells you it's Brian Habana, John Alomo. So, you know, mm. I think we saw the outstanding performance and try-scoring ability of Portia Woodman and we wanted her to get that recognition. Mm. And no matter what gender you are, so when people enter a non-gendered search inquiry, they should be getting a non-gendered response back. Yeah, absolutely. Are we conditioned, though, to think of in sport especially, or actually a lot of things, as male as being the control or the centre and anything else? as a pronoun equivalent, you know, the Australian cricket team, the Australian women's cricket team, the Australian rugby team, but Australian women's rugby team, even, you know, we talk about the FIFA World Cup and then it's the FIFA Women's World Cup. You know, I even have a book at home, which I read my girls, Dear Zoo, a famous book, and I've had to go and correct because every page has a new animal, but the animal all have male pronouns. So I've gone in and scribbled it out and, and put female pronouns for half of them as well. But that's, you know, we've been conditioned to think that way. How much, and now the internet is copying that as well. Yeah. Or absolutely. reflecting that. And this isn't the internet's fault. It's, as you say, it's society has created this inherent bias that the internet is just simply reflecting in their search results. So it's us as humans who have created this from, as you say, probably decades of kind of systematic traditions and um, structural situations. So the good news is, though, because we're the ones who have created it, we can also be the ones to correct it. Mm. So we need people power to do that. Um, that's why we're trying to drive everyone to that website, correctinternet.com, to get correcting. So how is it that it works? Because it's it's it, we're always being told that it's super hard once something's on a search page and a search engine to change that if you've done something bad and you want to get that off the first page. But so how do you, how do you go about correcting it? You talk about people power. Is it a matter of the more people that you have doing it? Like how is this whole campaign going to work? We call it out. Then how do you change it? Yeah, absolutely. And and look, no one really knows the exact ins and outs of all these algorithms, which mm. these search engines keep telling us. Um, but I think what we've seen is an example where it has changed. So we know it can happen. So I talked about the Rugby World Cup, which mm -hmm. was in New Zealand late last year. And when you ask the question, who has scored the most or who has won the most Rugby World Cups, did in fact say the All Blacks. But when it actually was the Black Ferns, but we saw the huge cultural shift in support for the Black Ferns that it actually began to change as people started searching more and typing in and searching around the Black Ferns. So we know it can be done. We're just hoping with, yeah, the people power globally, so different IP addresses coming from all different angles, that those search engines uh, will be getting enough feedback that they'll have to take note and hopefully fast track it and do something about it. And look, many of these search engines, say like Google, 
are really big advocates of women's sport in the first place. You know, mm. you've got some groundbreaking initiatives coming out of them. So we're hoping that, um, you know, once we get everyone kind of in this momentum building, there'll be opportunities to kind of change it together. Surely there's some smart kind of IT person, mysterious IT person at Google yes. and everything One out there who's, who's can, listening uh, to this. Secret tips. <laughs> Who has the power to change that 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 algorithm that is just this mysterious thing of no one knows how the algorithm works and it changes all the time, we're being told. Um, hopefully that's that's the case. What kind of support you say this is a worldwide campaign? What kind of support have you seen this already? I know it's in the early stages, mm-hmm. but what kind of support from high-profile people have you have you seen from this campaign? Yeah, it's been crazy, but not surprising for the women's sports community. I just feel, you know, the women's sports community is so unique and supportive and this united force, and you can really feel it. So everyone, even before we launched, we'd speak to, they were like, we love it, we want to get on board. So the United Nations out of New York have come on board. You know, rugby, England rugby, Red Roses prop, Shauna Brown has come on board. We had the US women's soccer team down here over the weekend playing the New Zealand mm-hmm. Football Ferns. Alex Morgan was told about the campaign, 10 million followers. She said, sounds fantastic. You know, we need these type mm. of examples. We've had, like I said, Women's Football Australia come on board. So to be honest, it's just kind of a matter of trying to actually let people know about it and, and everyone's keen to jump on the bandwagon. So it's more just us trying to um, keep the pace with all the inquiries and replies. But um. We're just finding across the board, you know, it's really is a universal problem that people can understand and identify. And I think that's why we're seeing such interest and support for it, because it's something everyone can understand and is experiencing. We've also talked about examples of this, and obviously the internet is reflecting what happens in general day-to-day society. A lot of people come up against unconscious bias. What can people do in day-to-day life? to be able to change that unconscious bias, not just through the internet and this campaign, but like I said, people are referring it to Australian rugby team or Australian men's rugby team and getting both pronouns in there. How do you go about changing that? Because messages matter really for young yep. little girls out there and little boys to understand that we should say men's and women's sides. We've seen it with cricket has tried to really push yep. that agenda with Australia. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely worked but it it's it's not across the board yet so what can people do at home yeah and it is it is a journey unfortunately you know it's one that does take time but I think the perfect example was the A-League you know it was called the W-League the A-League and they rebranded that to Mm. both the A-League women the A-League men and it wasn't just about the name but you know it just really gave that sense that hey we're putting these on the same level the branding Mm. was the same the cross-promotion was a lot better mm. so yeah I think it's one rights holders and leagues and sports taking their own initiative mm. through that we saw another example world rugby they are not calling it the women's rugby world cup they're just calling them both the world cup mm. so I think from a high level sports organizations can do that um you know I think brands can help play a part sponsors and continuing to use the correct language and, and helping educate people on that and you know people like yourself commentators it's, it's just getting used to that kind of lingo because as you say language matters but again even just the visual identity and um all just trying to you know keep our keep ourselves in check too you know it's Mm. easy just to have a slip of the tongue but um really making a conscious effort to get those little details right Mm. while I've got this platform I have to say that was a great effort from the A-League except that even on their websites they still had A-League 
and A-League women's. So they changed the names, but then they weren't yeah. really applying what they were doing and they were making yeah. the situation a lot worse. Like I called that out yeah. a couple of times. So even in their yeah, articles and in their labeling, like yeah. keep calling it A-League men's and A-League women's and the media on yeah. top of it, the number of times, like I've changed so many scripts even at my workplace. Um, and now I've got to say, Fox, we're wonderful. Um, whenever we report on it, A-League men's and A-League women's, but you like had, it took a little bit of a transition and I noticed it on other networks as well. Stop calling it A-League when you're referring mm-hmm. to the men playing, make sure you, that you say the A-League men's and A-League women's cause they're playing at the same yeah. time. And if you're at home and you see one of the networks, one of the media networks, where it's nine, seven, if it's us at Fox, like if you see that happening, then call it out, tweet us, write to us, make sure that you call it out. Because I said, often the people who do these things are just not aware of it as well and aware that it matters, but it certainly does. So let's just recap. People get involved. If they see something on the internet, what do they do? Instructions, bit by bit. <laughs> so if you're searching something and think, hey, that doesn't sound right, you know, Ronaldo's actually not the highest goal scorer, it's Christine Sinclair or some of your favourite Australian athletes, Go to correct the internet. There's um, a contact email there. Let us know what stat you feel is incorrect. We can fact check it and um, get that added to our kind of archive of facts we're trying to correct. We'll put that up on the website. You can go on the website right now and we've got about 30 to 40 existing stats we've found to be incorrect. You can pick one of those and we'll take you through an easy few-step guide of copy, paste, where's the feedback button on these search engines and Mm. a few clicks and away you go, you've submitted it and you're helping us correct the internet. So everyone can do that. Even if they don't find anything, they can just go on to the correct the internet now, play their part, click on to one of those incorrect things, follow the instructions and it's almost like manually correct the internet. Yes, exactly. It's a very simple tool that we've made it easy for people just to scroll, click, click, click and it's kind of submitted and hey, while you're there, why not do all 30 statistics and um, get hopefully get those 30 so statistics change? Yeah, great. Excellent. So people power is essentially what you need. So Absolutely. Then once you've done and it, hey, tweet we, about we it. We know we're great. At push it. Exactly. Tell your grandma Spread about it. Tell your mum. Everyone. <laughs> tell the ladies at daycare. Tell the men at the playgrounds. Everything. Everyone get on there and Absolutely. go through those ones. Fantastic. Let's get correcting. Bex Soden, I've loved chatting to you. I love this campaign. Um, All the best with it. Let's stay in touch and see how we're going and see what other examples we can uncover as well. But thank you so much for coming on On Her Mind and discussing this issue. Thanks for having me and let's all get correcting. 